ダダンダダンダンダダンダダンダンダダンダダンダンダダンキャピー、that's not the Clary podcast intro. That's the Good Morning Corona Chan podcast intro. Why、well, I like that intro. And TFM was kind enough to make it for me. And、uh, I don't have an intro for the Clary podcast. I was, dude, I'm kicking things up. I'm kicking things up. <clears throat> oh, everyone doubted me. Let me tell you about how many people doubted me. Everyone doubted me when I said there was a limit to the amount of things to do on my to do list. And now I am, I am so caught up. So caught up. There is a philosophical point that, yes, you're never done with your to do list. You know, take shit. Sure. Okay. Yeah. You might want to do that time to time. Uh, eat food, go to bed. Right, right. I'm talking like the main things that got to get done, the main things. And then maintenance. Yes, that, that's always running in the background. I am finally caught up to the point I could call a lawyer in my state to update my will, living will, trust, all this petty bullshit. And also to handle,、uh, I'm de- in desperate need of update for my will because I guess. Copyrights are different. Copyrights, you know, I'll pass away,、uh, but my books will still sell. So there's an asset there. It's like, well, wh- how to copy? So I guess there's some difference with how copyrights are handled, how to be, be maintained and passed down. And so there's that. And then there's also the issue of asshole consulting, where, you know, is that a trademark? Or what do you, how do I, you know, this is, these are questions for lawyers, and they will tell me what to do. I had a colonoscopy last year, or maybe it was this, yeah, last year, 2023. I am, I am so on top of things. I'm, I'm like the guy your wife is fucking. I'm so on top of her, man. I am on top of this shit. And it really was. It was kind of the all of a sudden, whoa, wait, what? There's nothing left to do on the to do list.、So、I, gotta, I even booked all the flights and the hotels out to Asia that I'm going to book. Because I don't want to plan everything to the last minute. I, I, I want to have a fair amount of flexibility. What if I like a place? What if I don't like a place? So I don't want to be pinned down. The, only, the main thing I had to do was get a flight over the Pacific in three days at one hotel at the airport to just recover from the jet lag. And、um, <clears throat> the one cool thing I'm going to do in the Philippines, the one touristy thing I'm going to do. Is I'm going to go up to Kanabatawan. It's where the Great Raid、uh, took place in World War II. Look it up. If you haven't seen the movie, The Great Raid, great movie. <clears throat> That was the movie I took this cute little redhead out to. And, and we, were, we were just getting along like peas in a pod. And then, because you dumb shit, you should know everything, you stupid males. I, I, like, I saw this movie before. I'm going to go see it again. So I took her to the. The movie and everything was just you know, going along, going along, like, yeah, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get late. She likes me. I like her. You know, it's just a formality. And I chose the wrong movie because she was a pacifist and this movie was about World War II. And I obviously should have known that about her. And,、uh, I, I wonder if she's a spinster now. I wonder. I wonder. Anyway,、uh, if you hadn't seen the movie, it's, it's a great.、Uh, the, this, uh, Out of all the stories and movies made about a real world event, this is the most honest and true to the 
actual events that happened that I've seen. Uh, they added a, they added a little romance plot that could have been done without. Uh, because of course you have to. Did that ever work? Did that ever bring a girl in? I don't know if that ever brought a girl into the theater. Um, so I'm gonna go check that place out where there was the great raid, and then McSaysay, um, Ramon McSaysay. Someone had me do a clary test on the guy, and his uh, grave is around there somewhere. So I'm gonna go check that out. <clears throat> So, uh, but yeah, it was, it was caught up. I'm like, God almighty. So I've been going to the gym and hiking each day for the past three days. Gee, I wonder how, how, how did those people, you know how, how okay. Now admittedly you got to go to the gym. Okay. That's the first thing, but you know what else you need to do to go to the gym? You need time. And it's like, now I understand why you guys, yeah, you had everything bought and paid for. That's how you could afford to go to the gym. That's how you could afford it. And I'm being somewhat, somewhat hypocritically dishonest here because there was time where I could have gone to the gym. I chose not to. I chose to play video games. But now I'm like, oh, when you have all the time in the world, yes. Yes. Of course you could go to the gym. Of course, matter of fact, there's nothing else to do. Kind of, it, it is that you get old enough. Nothing's new. Nothing's exciting. You can't eat any ice cream, so you can't go around and pig out. And you look forward to going to the gym because like, oh, it's something to do. Here we go. In an ironic sense, there's got to be a lot of these incel, stay-at-home, NILF-type neats where if you just started going to the gym, I you have the perfect makings, the perfect environment where you would probably really take to it. Because you think about uh, like guinea pigs, right? Or hamsters, hamsters. They're in their box prison the plastic prison you got them they got their whatever shredded wood and they got the hamster wheel that's the only thing they do is they go on the hamster wheel like, oh they must really like the hamster wheel it's the only thing for them to do i don't know why you have hamsters don't know why you have pets that are encased in a one by one <clears throat> but it would be similar i'd imagine you're not going anywhere you got nothing else to do go to the gym try it you know, do it, do it every day. Uh, just, just for an hour, maybe half an hour even. And then you'll notice after, I don't even think you have to lift the weights necessarily. Like if you just go to the gym and lift some light weights or whatever, just to, all of a sudden you'll, you'll look forward to it. Well, I got to go to the gym. No, it's the thing I do. It, it's habit, it's habitual, but there's also a meditative aspect of doing something that you always do. I, I went on my hike today where I, I, it's my regular hike that I do. And then of course it still rained on me. Been getting four days of rain here in Las Vegas, which of course they desperately need for the lake. I would say stop planting trees and put up plastic ones, but no one listens to me. But uh, yeah, so I, and it was the same thing. It was a meditative one for like, all right, we got stupid shit, stupid people doing stupid shit. Um, let's go to the first thing here. M uh, Jacob Fry, you said, well, who's that? Jacob Fry is the mayor of Minneapolis. Yes, he was the mayor of Minneapolis when the riots were happening. And you don't have to think twice about this guy. Uh, the more that this goes on, it, you can't even get angry. He's just such, he is, he's such a putz. I was trying to think like he's a loser. 
oh, get angry at the leftists who never worked a job in his life. It, it, that just comes with the territory of being a Democrat politician. But this guy is such a putz. And a friend of mine sent me this article from Bring Me the News. And they're slightly taking them out of context, but I'll read the article. Mayor Jacob Fry quips, that's a good word, quips, that choosing remote work over office makes you a loser. Now, they kind of put a little bit of words into his mouth, but you're going to see he's just out of touch. Mayor Fry made the comment at a Minneapolis Downtown Council annual meeting. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry has come under scrutiny for a quip made during a speech Wednesday that suggests people are losers if they choose to work from home. It was taken partially out of context. I'll defend it, but it, it's a still a stupid position, and it shows you that you you keep electing adult children in the Democrat Party. You really do. You really do. Fry was speaking in front of a packed house in the Minneapolis Downtown Council annual meeting at the Armory when he made the following comment, citing an unnamed study. Ah, the study. Look, even if it was a named study, you do know that what was it? It's not just the psychology now. They could not repeat two-thirds of psychological studies and research done in the past, whatever, 40, 50 years. Social science is the same thing, which I don't know if you've – forget going and auditing studies. Just look out into the real world. The the You should be very wary of psychologists because they haven't improved the mental health of this country at all. It's getting worse. Uh, same thing with all the various social sciences. We're here to help the poor people. You're well, you're doing a real shit job of it. You're doing a real shit job. <clears throat> so even if the study was real or not, it doesn't matter. Quote, I don't know if you saw this study the other day, but what this study clearly shows is when people have the ability to come downtown to an office and don't, when they stay home sitting on their couch with their nasty cat blanket. Well, of course, that's the only women you know. Diddling on their laptop. Innocent, poor choice of words, sir. I'm sorry, bitch. Because you're just, he's such a putz. If they do that for a few months, you become a loser. It's a study. We're not losers, are we? He then proceeds to ask members of the crowd he knows by name if they're losers before continuing. No, we're winners. We're resilient. We're tough. We're strong. No, you dumb little quant. You're Minneapolis. Now, he's talking to the Minneapolis Downtown Committee, and obviously he has a, a strong political and economic and obvious incentive. I would even say it's somewhat legitimate because you want your city to be vibrant in downtown. Dude, you're Minneapolitans. You're the leaders of Minneapolis. You're no different than any other shit crap leftist crap hole. You're just a little late to the party. Detroit probably went first. Now you got San Francisco, L.A., New York, Baltimore. You did a pretty good job there with those riots. You're you're a loser town. And it, it is almost even, I mean, the Democrat politics are, are, I guess, the manifestation of you being a loser town. But your culture is a bunch of losers. And... Uh, what I what I get a kick out of is you want people to come work downtown. You guys here, go look this up. This is verifiable. Minneapolis had a UBI program where they pay poor people five hundred bucks a month or something. You're a Democrat, and I'm being one hundred percent sincere when I say this. You're against working. 
not only your people are against working and the culture of Minneapolis is against working and the political party is generally against working individually. Go look up mayor Fry. He's never worked real. He's, he's another, I don't have to go into him. He's nothing special. He's just an NPC. He's another little spoiled suburbanite bitch had everything paid for major the dumb shit. He's going to leave the world. He's going to save the whatever. <clears throat> And you're trying to get people, you're trying to get employers and people to come downtown to work. You pay people not to work. You're anti-work. And I and this has not even touched on the fact that you hate safety. You are pro-criminal. But it's not necessarily that like you woke up one day, decided to be pro-criminal. Your culture, Minneapolis, is pro-crime. You hate the cops. You hate law-abiding citizens. And now you want, come on down. I mean, this, we haven't even gotten to the, come on downtown, where all the action is. Like, dude, I think Fry's even younger than me, and you're doing this baby boomer bullshit. How do I know if you're working if I can't see you? And, oh, shaming tactics? Shaming tactics? And he could have said a little bit in jest. We're not losers. Oh, we're not losers. Dude, it, it's not going to work. I, I will admit there's one good thing that came of general leftism, and that is you created the two most recent generation of adults, the Zoomers and millennials. You did make them entitled. And entitled is one thing, but you have to cross the line of self-respect first to get to entitled. And I think they're the first generation. They went way too far. Going entitled, that's way too far. But they did develop self-respect. Or at least through their entitlement, demand wages and work environments that are self-respect. Like, no, I'm not getting a college degree. No, I'm not getting a master's. No, I'm not commuting. I'm working at home. No, I'm not accepting your wage. We're lying flat. And... You Are you aware of all the Frankenstein monsters generally Democrat policies have created? You've created criminals. You've created rioters. <clears throat> you've neutered the police department. Oh, my God, crime is a – oh, who could have figured that out? You've eliminated – you made it – God, this goes back 20 years where they started putting bike lanes in instead of, I don't know, cars. <clears throat> you started charging people, playing a little – this is long before Fry. You started nickel and diming people after 6 p.m. So people can't park downtown for free anymore. You make it an absolute fucking nightmare and a chore to come downtown. Your generations of the past did. And then you created two full generations of people who don't frankly want to work. And if they are going to work, you're going to have to pay them an effectively a, a living wage, which I'm not against. <clears throat> but you're going to make them unnecessarily commute downtown. Why? Because you called them a loser? Did I I know for people like the mayor of Minneapolis, all major city mayors, this is they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck about the cities they run. They're in it for the money. They're in it to get the kudos and the title. They're in it to avoid work. Look at all of them. Look at all the previous mayors of Minneapolis. They're adult children. But I do you actually believe the theater, man? Do you believe the theater? Like you got it. You're losers. Come on down. I'm in the downtown Minneapolis Association. We need to get more people to work downtown so the rents could go up. 
I, I, I don't, I have a question. Yes, you, sir, in the back. Why don't you just kill two birds with one stone and convert all the downtown office space to residential? Wouldn't that help? Uh, wouldn't that be? Like, why even go through the facade? We need to get people to come back downtown. Because they got ratty cat blankets. <laughs> who do you, who you know? I don't know anyone with a ratty cat blanket. The people I know who work down, who work at home, they're like productive. Exceptionally productive. Yeah, I, you guys know, I, for the longest time, I have tried to get, he's not a boomer, he's Gen X. The old farts, the leaders to realize how destructive commuting is to people's love lives, family lives, mental health, physical health, the risk of car accidents, personal budgets. <clears throat> and for over 20 years, we've had the internet now, 25 probably if we do the math, where pretty much most white collar jobs could have been done from home and we could have had a whole new era, a genuine revolution like the industrial revolution or the agricultural revolution. We could have had the internet work from home revolution. And you just, you guys can't capitalize on this? No, come on downtown. Mayor Frank, we're a bunch of old boomer Minnesotan types, don't you know? And we have a lot of money tied up in the downtown buildings that we've all made very difficult to get to. And it's cold and it's shitty like three, you know, nine months out of the year. <clears throat> you, you go tell them, that, you go tell the people, the young people there, Jacob Fry, that they're all losers. And I'm like, yeah, well, you want to look up Jay? Here, do you want, let's look up. Speaking of losers. <clears throat> I mean, it's nothing. Oh, he's 42 years old. God, he's even younger than, significantly younger than me. All right. Uh, grew up Oakton, Virginia, suburb Washington, D.C. Parents both professional modern ballet dancers. Jesus Christ. Fucking can't make this shit up. <laughs> Mother Russian Jewish answer. She father converted Judy into the uh, college. William and Mary, distance runner, track, cross country. Da, da, da. I don't give a shit. Bachelors of Arts in Government. See, the people who run, who go major in political science and government, they're the worst. Effect they're the worst statesmen. These these are politicians, not a statesman. After you graduated, Fry received a contract from a shoe company to run professionally. Okay, he ran in several marathons across the country, competed for Team USA, Pen and Ba, ba ba ba. Went to law school. Uh early career. Moved to Minneapolis, 2000 graduating law school, joined the firm Fagri and Benson, now Frag Fagri Drinker. To practice employment discrimination and civil rights before moving on to the law firm Hallnan and Associates. Active in the member after tornado struck North Minneapolis 2011, Fry provided legal tenants, lost their homes, ran a special election Senate. Okay, so 2011. So he worked a, a whopping two years in the real world. And it's debatable if, you know, law firms are real work. Uh, two years, you decided you knew enough. You had enough adult experience to tell the other people what to do. Uh, 2012, Fry founded and organized the Big Gay Race, a 5K race to raise money for Minnesotans United for All Families, a political group organizing marriage equality, ran Minneapolis Council 2013. Okay. <laughs> You're a loser, sir. You're a loser. 
you you're a, a college and a professional. I'll grant you that you ran. You got some. You got for some professional, and you did your two two year little stint, and then you just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go and like tell other people what to do now. I have the wisdom and the leadership. <clears throat> I, oh shoot, I deleted it. Hang on, bring me the news. Fry Jacob. Uh, no, we're winners. We're resilient. We're tough. We're strong. We're innovative. We rise to the challenge. We get knocked down seven times. We get back up to eight. That's who we are as a city. No, Minneapolis is a shithole. It's not worth. No, no, you're not. You're, <laughs> you're not. Is Lake Street still a shithole? Is it still burnt down buildings? Three, four years later? The mayor has been eager to hasten the return to office settings as the Twin Cities recovers from the deadly COVID-19 pandemic. This is going on four, five years ago, which saw a major shift from work uh, work from home with many, many businesses retaining elements of remote or hybrid work since then. His remarks Wednesday come after a December interview he gave in Minneapolis St. Paul Business Journal in which he lamented the impact remote work has had on downtown. Well, maybe, um, oh, by the way, maybe people just don't like getting stabbed or shot or carjacking. Everybody go look up carjacking rates. Which included the comment, it's easy to forget all the things that you love about downtown. Dude, downtown, there's nothing left in downtown. That was happening before the riots. It is a cultural problem. Your culture is shit. Psycho Susie's is closing down. McCarran's is closing. All these other, they're, they're done. What are they going to come down and get a sandwich in the Skyway? Oh, remember this great restaurant? Why would people waste two hours a day of their lives, which... What did I do? I feel it's like 12, 12% of your waking time. Not this. You don't have 24 hours a day. You're asleep for six or for eight of those. Take an hour, get ready, get, you know, both up and going to bed. The amount of free time you have, you want people to knock out two hours of their day. Just, just to do something that isn't necessary. So a bunch of washed up boomer real estate investors can maybe get the cash flows going. Hang on, let me take a look at what vacancy rates are. <clears throat> increase the overall vacancy rate at the end of Q4 2023 increased 70 basis points quarter over quarter to 27.3 due to large corporate lease expirations in Minneapolis suburban markets. Oh, maybe that includes not Minneapolis proper necessarily. Uh, this one says it's gone down a little bit. This one says it's up from 12%. It depends on how they draw the line. You should you should have you should have converted it to residential. <clears throat> it's easy to forget all the things that you love about downtown when you've been sitting on your couch for the last two years watching Netflix. Isn't that the average Democrat voter? No, deadly serious. Isn't that what you wanted? You've made it fucking impossible to find jobs with these ridiculous education requirements, Mr. M. Well, I'm sorry, law degree. You you then want these people to come downtown 
You don't encourage tradesmen or carpenters or people who actually build the buildings. I'd love to see how easy it is to go build extra housing now in the Twin Cities. Like, oh, that's right. I forgot. St. Paul, you both passed rent control. And <laughs> so there's no housing that's affordable to live near downtown to go where all the jobs are. I've it's falling on deaf ears. He's going to go get some new running shoes and run an extra mile or something. I don't know. I, again, I'm not even getting angry. It, it's just, he's just a putz. This is what happens when you elect adult children with no real world working experience. This, this is what happens. It's ineffective. And by the way, you know, I'm not suffering. People outside of Minneapolis aren't suffering, but the people in Minneapolis are suffering. But you guys, you guys are all a bunch of dumb idiots yourselves, and you vote in free money, no work. My vagina hurts, riot. Have fun. Have fun. He continued to say that people don't want to come back to work in person as much as he'd hope while acknowledging that the future of office work in central business districts has been irrevocably changed by the pandemic. Come back. That's what I'm saying. That's my job. He's right there. I mean, you got to be a cheerleader, but I would say I would, okay. Mayor Cappy. We increase funding for the police by 800%. And we go to town for them. We make it real safe. Uh, but I would, I would actually go to the federal, like, look, and I've looked into it. We got these commercial buildings. Uh, we're losing rents. And I, I would also say, you know, it's up to them if they want to convert to residential. I'd have me like, guys, why don't you convert to residential? Okay. Uh, you know, that's, it's not our job, but if, if you want me to take action, like a good socialist and have government intervention, I would go to the federal government and say, look, we got a shortage of housing. People would be a lot better off if we could bring in a ton of uh, units of housing into the local market. We would marketably improve the people of Minneapolis's standards of living if we could convert all those buildings into residential. We need some federal funding if you could help accelerate, help finance, or get some loans to the people that don't. I wouldn't. I'd be against it in principle. I'm just saying the mayor of Minneapolis, right? <clears throat> That'd be about the only thing you could do. Otherwise, you're the mayor. You don't control these economic conditions. The best you could do is get out of the way. I don't know. Maybe get rid of all those bike lanes. Shut up. He has two years working experience in a corporate tushy white collar environment. He has no, he's never biked to work in his life. <clears throat> Some Minnesota-based businesses such as Excel Energy and Target have recently asked employees to return to the office for at least part of the week. Just tell them no. Just tell them, though, guys, you don't have, you don't, I don't care if they're Target. I don't care if they're fancy companies. You don't want to work for these fancy companies anywhere. They're, they are all going to become nightmares to work for. And I don't think they're going to be viable businesses if they keep it up with this political advertising marketing bullshit. But the downtown workforce remains much lower than pre-pandemic. How about pre and post-riot? Minneapolis Downtown Council's latest figures <clears throat> showing only 65% of workers have returned to offices in some capacity each week. Fry's comment about working from home making you a loser attracted fairly swift condemnation. Right, I'm, I'm going to let it fly. Andrea Yach, a freelance marketing professional who is also chair and co-founder of Minnesota Aurora FC, 
commented, I was in the crowd and I have to admit that as someone who works for themselves and mostly from home, didn't love it. I come downtown plenty. <laughs> um, Laura Mitchell, the board president of R Streets Minneapolis. Do you have any real workers there? What was it just a bunch of, was this a big nonprofit jerk off? Commented, I wish more families and people had access to flexible working arrangements, not less. No, 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 shut up. You don't know your place, woman. You are to make those corporate properties more valuable so the hedge funds that own them can make a capital gain. Another Twitter user commented, I lost 20 bucks because I paid for parking and lunch today instead of staying home and diddling on my laptop. Oh, there you go, Minneapolis. I'm sure they're they're right around the corner. All right, I gotta find this thing. This ludicrous stuff. Hang on, hang on. <clears throat> it, it's the times we live in. I'm I'm gonna find a nice quiet hut. I'm gonna tell you about the nice quiet hut. This is from Rolling Stone, which is a, a what's the word I'm looking for? A disreputed um debunked it is not a source of journalism unless it's not con yeah if there's something like this like charlie walked across the street with a green shirt okay i probably believe it because it's so this is this is believable <clears throat> but rolling stone also reported that uh fake raisining uh, raisining events happened on the university of virginia campus i believe it was and then it turned out not so this is not a reputable uh, source of journalism. 4chan chuds? What's a chud? Used AI to clothe her. She fought back. She fought back. No, she didn't fought back. She just said, oh, that's stupid. Knock it off on social media. That's not fighting back. <clears throat> Digital Dignify AI. A 4chan-led campaign to put clothes on thoughts is just another way trolls are using AI to humiliate women. Who wrote this? E.J. Dixon. Shut the fuck up, E.J. Dixon. Let's look up E.J. Dixon. E.J. Dixon. <laughs> uh, oh, he's actually got some... He has some followers. Oh, it's a girl. Okay. E.J. Dixon. Um, let's go. Oh, she looks like a wonderful person to hang out with. Senior writer, work appeared in New York Times at the EQL, Playboy, among others. She's been featured in NPRs, all things considered. Why? Oh, my God, with the fucking ads. <sighs> Only fan selling set EJ in most musicals, being a Disney adult and playing with the three-legged epileptic border collie Ringo Daphne, New York holder. And okay, all right, this is just another adult child. It they are not humiliating women. You have naked women humiliating themselves, posing nudes or whatever on the internet, and people are now clothing them. Is this is this uh, the thing where um, TFM Photoshop smiles on Brie Larson? I, what is this world like, man? We this everything is victimhood. You just can't take the clever thing. You just can't say, "Eh, let it be." 
everything everything's sexism everything's homophobia everything's whatever everything is victimhood <clears throat> i don't know if they went to humiliate women i think they're trying to do the opposite but yeah you girls as an adult consenting creator with a large following on the internet ilsa david has dealt with trolls before. Usually her work combating online bad actors involves her trying to take down photos of herself that have been posted elsewhere without her permission, such as a photo for an ad for horny milfs in your area that she's been trying to get removed for years. But she also used to trolls, <clears throat> but she's also used to trolls editing her image without her consent. They're either subtracting clothes, editing my waist, or editing the size of my chest and my hips. She tells Rolling Stone, just generally treating me like human Play-Doh for them to mash around. You put it out there. Like, I, there was this here. You want me to start? Now, I'm going to tell you a story. So a long time ago in the blogging days, um, some proto-woke loser. <clears throat> I don't even know if the picture's still out there. Photoshopped me and Davis Arini's face on top of two vaginas. Because I wrote something, and this gal hated my, the guts out of it. And oh, and I'm like, okay, that's a lot crass, but it's actually kind of funny. And then that was it. And then I found out, like, the, uh, the website she posted it on was uh, the blog part of their website where they sold organic soaps. Guess where that business went? It's a, yeah, I mean, I couldn't find this person again if I wanted to, right? But this person is a loser. They never made anything of themselves. The organic soap thing went nowhere. They got upset. They got sand in their hoo-ha because I almost guarantee I said you should get real fucking jobs and we should have lower taxes. We should stop paying people to be parasites off of the producers. I guarantee you that's why she got she got all pissed off and put my face on a vagina. <laughs> put it. Oh my God, I'm humiliated. I'm a victim. Did Rolling Stones write a fucking article about it? No, because it's not newsworthy. <clears throat> and if it is newsworthy, it's for the opposite reason where people are laughing at you're all serious. You're pissed off. Miss whoever the heck Dixon. You're you're actually what really? Or is this is this shtick? Is this like your foe offended? OMG, I can't believe the thing. Uh, plead human Play-Doh for them to mash around. Yeah, I yeah, see, you know, uh, I guess maybe you should expect that when you're posting nudes. Publicly, I mean. Don't you really? No? Here, I'm a sexual object. Oh my God, they're, they're treating me like an object. Who would have thought? On February 2nd, however, David found herself in a somewhat unusual position. A friend informed her that one of her photos, a sultry image of her sipping a bottle of Highland Park scotch while clad in white, a white button down, which she posted on the subreddit R Whiskey Porn in 20-year posting to a site called Whiskey Porn, and you are upset about being objectified. You can't win. Guys, keep going. Dixon, thank you very much. I will convey this to my audience, which is predominantly male and of, of men who are of a dating range, 18 to 50, wider scope. 
They're going to show this to their other friends. They're going to say, these bitches be cray-cray. And then your your other contention, you can write it up at the, at the pool or the journalism pool over at the, at the Rolling Stones. Like, oh, my God, girls can't find guys. Why not guys show up? Economically unattractive males have been going viral on what she refers to as the scuzzier corners of the Internet. You post porn to the Internet, and you're worried about the scuzzier Parts of the internet. Such as 4chan. The image had been edited not to remove her clothes, but to add them. Now, here comes the analysis, right? Look out for Miss Dixon's uh, deep philosophical journalistic integrity analysis. The photo had been manipulated with AI, David says, to make her look like some strange parody of a woman. Her waist and thighs had been edited to look smaller, but her head had been edited to nearly twice its size. <clears throat> That's kind of odd. What's more, the person who edited it had clothed her in a demure white A-line dress and surrounded her with three adorable children. <laughs> this, this is what puts sand in your hoo-ha, huh? This is what upset you. All of the same approximate stature and wearing similarly beautiful white garments. Far-right influencer Ian Miles Chong, which probably just means guy who wants balanced budget. Far-right had tweeted it with the caption, when given pictures of thirst traps, AI imagines what could have been if they'd been raised by strong fathers. <laughs> he got him. Well, where is your father, Miss David? Davis? David. <clears throat> A post that had racked up 7 million views. At first, David was amused, particularly by the poor quality AI rendering. It looks like I'm sipping my AI baby's brain out through its ear. What? She says, but that amusement turned to an overall sense of horror. No, it didn't. No, no, it really didn't. No, I, what? Oh my God, someone took a picture of me and, and, and photoshopped it to look like I was wearing a tuxedo and James Bond. Oh, the horror. Uh, the implic overwhelming sense of horror, particularly when she saw the replies to Chong's tweet. The implication of many of the replies is that I'm something other than a whole person. Something other than a whole person. Something other than a whole person. You mean you're not? You 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 are posting nudes. You are a sex object. Like that's what you're doing. And you're surprised that people, and then they clothe you, or maybe what you actually think the image is you. Is that what do you care what these people think? I guess would be another thing. Why? Why did that go out? <clears throat> I don't really care what. Like I have clients, right? You have clients, so your clients are guys, presumably that want to look at porn. All right, fine. So far, nothing wrong with it. What do we really care what they think about you outside of that capacity? Like people think I'm an asshole consultant. Well, I am an asshole consultant. I'm like, oh, did Jimmy from Tallahassee, Florida, really think of me as a quality man and an upstanding citizen? I'm like, no, I got his 45 bucks that I provided my service. Is the uh, McDonald's waitress, is she supposed to think, oh, I hope, I hope he respected my, he, he respects my philosophy after I served him a Big Mac. What? Then I am some broken creature, and if I would just put on a long dress and have babies, all would be resolved. Oh, 
okay, or maybe they're just having some fun. I, you know what, what this is, is it proves she actually does think about that. If, you, if you're really securing yourself as a porn star, you know, like Sterling Cooper or whatever, no, nah, this is my thing, this is what I do, you'd be like, ah, fine, as long as they tag me in it and they spread the, this is good marketing. But the fact this struck a chord with you, so you actually are worried that you might be, I don't know, wasting your life, that maybe you should have kids. Uh, and I take umbrage with that because my value has nothing to do with the images I choose to put online. It has everything to do with the images you put online. That's how you make your money. Money is value. That's how people show value <clears throat> or spending time with you. That's another way they can show value is they either spend money or time on you. Uh, are you not happy with the transaction you had before? Do you demand these people who modify your images uh, value you in some kind of way? Because that that's delusional to expect all of society to view you in the way you want them to. You, especially some people might, can you understand, some people might have some reservations about, you know, the moral <clears throat> ramifications of posting nudes on the internet. I, I, I'm libertarian. You do what you wanted. I don't. Go do it. Yeah, fine. But you kind of got to <laughs> think maybe there, there's some people who are more traditional to say this, but you're offended. Wait, is this, is this, is this like the, uh, the people in Silicon Valley and Hollywood who are just media in general, movies, video games, you make such trash and people say, I don't like your trash and you're offended. You go out and try and take them down and get them like whatever uh, uh, silenced or whatever. What do you care? Go make your leftist propaganda. You know it's leftist propaganda, but don't expect people to like it as good theater or a good video game. <clears throat> um, because my value has nothing to do with the images I put. I choose to put online. Yeah, it does. I have, I mean, in terms of sexual value to the general marketplace, yes, you you have really impaired or eliminated wholly your value with uh, men who are traditional. Not, maybe you're not interested in those type of men, in which case, what do you care? But do you care that there are traditional men that still want to marry you up and give you babies? Well, it's kind of moot and academic by this point. Always want to have the cake and eat it too. Always wanted to have the cake and eat it too. The manipulated image, she said, was an attempt to violate me and my bodily autonomy. Oh, shut up. Regardless of whether you're adding or removing clothes. The photo was part of a larger campaign spearheaded by four chan trolls to use AI software. Gee, I wonder if this article is going to make them do it more. To use AI software to dress women on the internet more modestly, dubbed Dignify AI. A thread on the hate forum slash pull here. <laughs> Dixon, you're not a journalist. You're a propagandist whore. You're a leftist Marxist shill. Shut the fuck up. Uh, there you are working for Rolling Stone. And I'm not slamming you. I am describing you. I wouldn't believe a word you said ever, ever. Poll, isn't poll just politics? Isn't that like Democrats could post there too? <clears throat> summarizes the mission thusly. We're putting clothes on degenerate women for fun. Come join. 
The goal is for people to see that a degenerate lifestyle is ultimately fruitless. Now, that is the troll piece right there. That is the troll piece. And you guys took it hook, line, and sinker. The thread also includes links to specific tutorials for people to use the program Stable Diffusion for this purpose, as well as instructions to include the name of the woman in the most in the post so Anons can at them, making it clear that the goal of the campaign is targeted humiliation. Yeah, that's what that's for Chan. Yep. It's one of the darker, yeah. What did they do with the, the actor? He kept trying to put up a flag somewhere and they kept finding him. This is the interwebs, you know. And I, I would disagree. They shouldn't do that. They shouldn't, but they're gonna. Uh Dignify AI initially went viral on X, formerly known as Twitter. Can we just call it Twitter? Why do we have to formally know? With the part by with a post by the far right influencer chat Jack. Prosebeck. <laughs> Shut up, Dixon. Marxist leftist propagandist whore. Whatever the, her first name was, Dixon. Uh, here, uh, where do we go? Who on Friday posted four examples of the tool being used and referred to as e-girls, a derogatory term for women with front-facing personae on the end. How is e-girls to have anything to be anything to be a victim? Right? Anything to be a victim. You men should just just applaud all these women and have no standards or requirements of your own whatsoever. Uh, features an accompanying a an accompanying X account for Dignify AI features manipulative versions of Instagram models as well as celebrities like Millie Cyrus and Doja Cat and a handful of male celebrities, and has garnered 28,000 followers. In a message to Rolling Stone, the person behind the Dignify AIX account denied being behind the image that Chong had tweeted, which makes some degree of sense, considering the editing is noticeably worse than most of the photos on the DI, uh, D Dignify AI account. When asked what the purpose of the account was, Dignify AI said it's just an account to put more clothes on people and to not elaborate further. God, this article goes on. But generally speaking, the campaign serves as a mirror image for an ongoing movement among trolls to use AI technology to strip women of their bodily autom auto autonomy. I'm sorry, man. You put it on the internet. It, it's kind of there now, huh? I... <laughs> Deep fake nudes and videos of women have gone massively viral alongside the rise of AI. Yep. The internet has drawbacks. Are you going to bitch about it? Or are you just going to accept it as the fact that it is now? This is an unfortunate reality. <clears throat> uh, with independent researcher Genevieve O finding that nearly 143,000 deepfake pornographic videos were posted without women's consent last year. Well, what? It doesn't happen to men either? Well, but men aren't humans. Oh, I got it now. While celebrities such as Taylor Swift have largely been targeted with one deepfake pornographic video, I bet you she just ignores it, you know? Uh, artists garnering 45 million views, non-famous young women and children have been the subject of horrifying phenomena. Yeah, children shouldn't be on that. Unless it's like a fake AI child, including a four. Uh, not in that sense. See, you know, you're going to take me on. If you want to have a, a traditional woman holding a baby, a fake AI baby, not an actual picture of like somebody's kid is what I'm saying. You know, they're going to... Uh, including a 14-year-old New Jersey girl who, with her mother, is currently advocating for more stringent legislation 
governing AI generated sexual abuse material. <sighs> does anyone want to? Does reality ever enter in? Dude, once it's on the internet, it's over. It's over. Should is this world is should through various states, including Texas and New York, have passed laws criminalizing the spread of deep fake porn. It remains readily available on search engines like Google and Bing, according to recent analysis of NBC News. Blah blah blah. I, I don't I don't care. She com complaining that people are putting clothes on them. I I guess if I had nothing else going on in life, I guess I guess I'd do that. All right. Let's go to Super Chats. <clears throat> we got 10. How you kids doing? Oh, wow. Look at this. Vintran. Vintran. Sorry. 10 generous dollars. I think you're a new guy. Well, oh, no. I recognize the chess uh, thing. Review. The one thing I hate about the audiobooks is the chapters aren't titled in the player. Really? The new one? I'm going through reconnaissance, man, and I wish I could give it, navigate it easier at 9.7 out of 10 stars. Um, Vin, let me, I, I guess... The, I hate the only book chapters aren't titled in the player. So what you're saying is the audio, it says chapter one, pooping in the face of adversity. Okay. But in, when you open it up in your audible reader, it doesn't show chapter one. Um, Interesting. I, I thought usually pretty thorough about that, but off the double check. Suits, 334, new guy, uh, 10 bucks. I'm 29, I do analytics. I avoid hard work, and I'm probably about to get fired. I hate myself for it. I've always been lazy and stupid. Regardless, I'm turning this ship around. Please roast me. Uh, interesting that you have that enough because on my to-do list, this is an old to-do list, but I will, on that one as well, I will be offering a course on how not to be lazy. Uh, and I'm going to uh, let you know right up front right now that if you want to sign up for this course you can already because I am simply pulling one chapter out of my course, the dad you never had because I keep running into this problem and it is the number one problem facing all of Americans. And so uh, what I'm going to do is take that chapter out. I'm going to do a little bit of an intro explaining it and there's the chapter. I'm not going to charge that much for it. So if you're willing to hold off and save, I, I think I'm going to charge 49 bucks. If you want to save a hundred dollars, you can wait for it. But if you want to take it now, you could take the course the dad you never had. There's 150 bucks. Um, yeah, man. I everyone is lazy. Everyone is lazy. That's how we survived in the past. Uh, but you will not have a life if you don't stop being lazy. Um, so and I could I could yell at you all day, but I, for one of the rare instances, I don't believe shame would shame ain't gonna hurt. I could yell at you, but I don't think that's the quickest path to the solution of being lazy. What you need to do is be shown and have it incorporated into your mind that being lazy is actually way harder than not being lazy. Because if you work, lazy people, they do. They work twice, three, four times as hard. And the example I give is, okay, let's say you were hard working, you bought a car. Okay, so you go to your garage or whatever or wherever you park your car. You get in the car and you go to work and you run your errands. Let's say you're lazy and you don't work up the money to go get a car. Now you got to sit and what are you doing? You're waiting for the bus. It's hot. It's cold, depending where you live. You're at the mercy of the bus. And this is time that you could be spending either making money or enjoying life, either labor or leisure. But you're sitting there at the bus. 
and that is a harder life. I mean, that's like a, an example, but yeah, your laziness is how we survived. Like food didn't become ample until about even, even in my day, it wasn't just a given you. So like the past 50 years, food wasn't ample 60, 70, 80 years ago <clears throat> for all of human history. It wasn't ample. Um, so it's it's hardwired into you. And and let me let me point, I'll pin another, let me give you an example so you're a little bit less guilty, but you should get get on this. You ask what the most powerful human drive is in all of humanity. A lot of people would go to say the male sex drive, right? That pretty much powers the entire economy, right? It's it's we'll do a lot for sex. But it's not. And the reason you could tell the male sex drive is not the most powerful drive in the world, but rather laziness is because if you look at American men, they're fat. And if American men really wanted sex that much, they wouldn't get fat. They'd work out. They'd diet. But laziness is a more powerful force than the male sex drive and certainly more powerful than the female sex drive. I mean, I, does it exist, ladies? Let us know. <laughs> Women like sex. This is what shh, 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 shh. If he is Mr. Perfect, yes, I'm aware of that. I'm saying in general, it's it's barely as it's not a sex drive, it's barely a suggestion. It's it's a mere nudging. <laughs> um, but yeah, seriously, look at that. If if as to how powerful laziness is. It's more powerful than the male sex drive because if 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 it wasn't, you guys would be like, I want to get laid, and you go and work out, and you'd you'd give up the food. <clears throat> so uh, yeah, laziness is no joke. That's you're you're fighting the biggest demon. But I will tell you, if you don't kick it, you will. There would be have no purpose of you being alive. Your life would be miserable. So you you better you get better get to it. But I I will come out with that later on. It, not going to be too late. Hopefully before I take off for Asia. Dong is fun. Five bucks. Cap, I think the reason companies require you to have a college degree is so that you're in debt. So you have to work at these companies. Yeah, no, that's certainly part of it. Another huge part of it is that these people are too lazy to um, sift through resumes. And so they have absurd educational requirements to make sure you do that. And they also don't want to train you, which I found hilarious because just because you have a college degree doesn't know you know how to do that specific job. You still need training. And these corporations could save a ton of money if they said, okay, we got a two-week training program. Come in here, but we don't require you have a college degree, so we could pay you 30 or 40% less. And a lot of people would go with that. Uh, but yeah, they they require, yeah, I've seen that happen. Like, oh, we got them. They, they absolutely want you. That's why when they sign up for car loans, this has happened twice now. I've had two stories where employers would have a deal. One was a car dealership. The other one, I think, was a bank. So we can get you a good car, good, good, good financing rate too. And then once they have both, both the baby boomer bosses says we got them and they know you got it cause you're in debt, which is why I hate corporate America and baby boomer bosses. You know, I knew a nice baby boomer boss. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Because I knew the one good baby. I knew one, one, and that's not the same guy. The Bold Craftsman, five bucks. He has nothing to say. Thank you very much for the five bucks. Vernon T. Waldrip. <laughs> really? <It's> a... <laughs> you, 
Thank you, new guy. Five bucks. There's definitely a way to fix these problems. People are just downright lazy and soggy to the bone. A USA road trip is the same as a college course. I would say USA road trip is infinitely better than a college course because you actually learn where you might want to live. It will actually form your life decisions like, oh, I want to come here. Yeah, this is where I want to be. Oh, I don't want to come here. Uh, Sam Whiskey, the most American name in America. Is EJ Dixon related to Dixon Cider? I I don't know. Who's Dixon Cider? EJ Dixon looks like another late 20-something millennial type who was going to change the world and just going to really be a Marxist shill, be a leftist whore. In the, she, I mean, look... If you if you get the chance, go read the 1990s Economist. You don't have to read the whole damn thing. Just get an issue of the Economist, say 1995. That was good writing. That was good journalism. Right, radical, right leaning. You know uh, what was the other one? Um, hate group. Shut up. You're a liar. You're a propagandist. That's all you are. You're not even a good one. Non-stop trade, two bucks. Memes of Cappy being taller than Shaq for him. <laughs> right, exactly. Thank you, Dre. It'd be the same thing. Someone photoshopped me to look like six foot three. I honest to God, they got I wanted to read this to show you boys. Look, it ain't you. Okay, it ain't you. This is the now Rolling Stone is debunked, it's defiled, it's disreputable, but this is still what they're putting out there. There's a significant contingent of girls who actually think, oh, my God, that's humiliating. And, and that's what violating my bodily autonomy. Anything to be a victim, huh? Anything to be a victim. And just so you guys know, like, if, if that's what if, I mean, it gets back to my previous story. Did I have some ill aim? Was I trying to piss off the little redhead girl, ironically, from St. Paul? Because that's where Charles Schultz got the little redhead girl. It's a funny look into Charles Schultz and Snoopy history. Was I trying to piss off the redhead kid by taking her to a war flick? No. But she got pissed off. This is 15, 20 years ago. It's only gotten way worse. What is what ladies? What doesn't piss you off? Where show me an instance where you're not a fucking victim. Show me, show me the world where you're not constantly whining and complaining, usually about things that were brought upon by your own bad decisions. Where is it? Wrestle with my mind, you know, past couple of videos where it's like, okay. I mean, I even come to the defense of the girls where I'm like, okay, look, these TikTok girls can't be this, this disgusting, this bad, this, um, <clears throat> this abhorrent. They can't be that vile. It has to be for clicks. And I get a budget like, oh, man, I think that's actually in line with what I see in the real world. Maybe not as loud or maybe not as dramatic. but And then I see this again. Is this for clickbait, sweetheart? Is this to, oh, my God, the women are so, but then I'm wondering how many of them believe it? Should they have put clothes on you? No, I suppose not. But this is hardly a, a human rights violation. I think men are getting sick of it. I think some women who are more based are getting sick of it. Everyone's getting sick of this crybaby bullshit. <clears throat> and I I would believe it was fanfare 
and theatrics and clickbait and brown journalism, well beyond yellow journalism. It's brown journalism. That's what Rolling Stone is. And it's just to get money. I could believe it uh, if it didn't get the uh, ordainment or certificate. What's the word? It didn't get the blessing of a publication like Rolling Stone. I know Rolling Stone is a is a bullshit publication, but it's still, you know, people know what it is. It's still mainstream. It's still legacy. And then you got to wonder, okay, so that's kind of mainstream, isn't it? They had that magazine when I was in high school. All the dipshit kids bought it. Who, you know, because I don't know. They had parents' money, whatever. They're just they're dumb. They want to read stupid shit. Why would you read, you know, why would you read Nintendo Power and you get Rolling Stone magazine? What can... <clears throat> but it's it's established somewhat. It's kind of Normieville, right? Are women receptive to that? Oh my God, they put clothes on her. We're we're violated. We're objectified. Yeah, yeah, you are. You uh you posted porn pictures, you're pretty objectified, yeah. Reed Schwartz or five books. The Scooby-Doo mystery will not be solved before Cappy's death. No, it won't. It won't. But a lot of people are gonna die before that Scooby-Doo mystery is solved because of starvation or crime. It it's gonna be. They just won't figure out that Scooby-Doo mystery. Enjoy the decline. 2030 stats are going to be way worse than they guessed. Yeah, we may be entering. I guess if I have to make a prediction, I'll, I'll make a prediction, which I don't know if it's going to come true or not. But mark my words, in my lifetime, they're going to. we are going to see where it's like 1% GDP growth. They'll get excited about that. <clears throat> They'll get excited about 1% GDP growth. Real adjusted for inflation. Uh, nonstop trade two bucks for Cappy. Hashtag me too, Carlson and Minneapolis legal fees. It's it's uh, there would be a change in strategy if that happened. There would there would uh, I'm not going to win, but I'm not going to lose. Nonstop trade two bucks. That's a good idea for a filter. Strong father filter. Right. I I think what's ended up happening based on the emails I did get is especially the younger men. They're not even going in anymore they're just like they'll try they'll date a little bit they'll realize that what they see on the internet has been verified in the real world and they're just tapping out and i think rollo had a video he did a show not too long ago maybe three four days ago about how there's going to be a male shortage or men shortage and there is because while okay certainly yes the simps and the <clears throat> whatever else the online dating apps and all that are inflating women's expectations it, I think they're going to come to the epiphany that it's all digital. I mean, the money might be real and girls buy here just to show you I'm fair girls. If you can make money, getting money out of simps and guys paying for your pick, absolutely go and do it. Absolutely. Go, go run with that. I'm not stopping you and I encourage you to do it. But uh, for non-professionals, I guess it, these guys are not participating. They're not doing anything. And when girls do, girls do, I will admit this, girls do want to go out with men, perhaps very specific men, but they do want interaction with men, but they're not even going to get that, especially the younger you go. And there is going to be this shortage, and this is where the pendulum is going to swing back. I'm pretty confident where men are like, no, we're not going through the last 20 fucking years of bullshit. The internet has shown this crap, and if you want to come out with us, now they're going to start reintroducing traditionalism i'm not saying that you know you must be a virgin bride and you must wear a sundress and only walk in in sunset laden wheat fields 
you must be a good Christian. They're not, they're not going to do it, but they're like, nah, you're going to do this, 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 and that. And oh my gosh, what does that sound like? It sounds like Pahe triarchy. It, it, it might, there'll be some elements of that. Like, no, I'm not doing this. I'm going to go, you're going to do this. or No, we're not going to, I guess it's just standards. And I don't think men are going to back away from, they're going to look at ridiculous articles like this and say, yeah, I'm done. I fuck this shit. I'm not insane. First, they know they're not insane. Then they say, oh, there's other stuff to do. Then they go and they try a little bit. They say, oh, nope, this is real. It's verified. And then they're just like, okay, we're, we're backing out. And if we're going to have any participation, here are the standards. <clears throat> and we've come full circle now. And it might take another generation or two. And it was like, yeah. I mean, think about that. They actually, shit like this, it's gotten so bad. Shit like this, they have actually exhausted the, what would we call it? The goodwill of men, the sex drive powered goodwill, almost an unlimited supply provided by a sex drive. They have exhausted the goodwill of men. We're like, nah, it's good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Dung is fun. Two bucks cap. I'm a member of 4chan. Trolls for life, man. I see. And Dung, let me ask you this. Do some people not get it? Is that part? That's got to be part of the trolling. Like they don't get it that it's a troll. They don't take offense. Like, okay, am I offended? Someone put a, a, my face on a vagina. I, I guess it's some microscopic level, but I'm kind of like, okay, that's pretty ridiculous. Like I'm not going to lose sleep over it. Uh, God, let me see if I can find it. Hang on. Hang on. I'll type in soap. I, you know what? Their website might be down. It might have been taken down. We are talking a long time ago when the, I, I just want to know. Hey, sweetheart, how do, are you listening to me? How'd it go? How'd the, how'd the work avoided organic soap thing go with you and your husband, boyfriend? How'd that work? I, I guess it's I guess that's half the payoff. If they don't get it, they actually get upset and pissed off. Vernon T. Waldrip. <laughs> Two bucks. By the way, finally got your new book, easing into it. All right, take your time. There's no oh, did you get the PowerPoint presentation? Uh, there's a compendium PowerPoint presentation. Um that should be there. Uh Vin Tran, uh, five bucks again. The audible player just says chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, etc. This is true. It seems the most audio books, but a few audio books added worded titles to the sections. Okay, so then <clears throat> that's probably on my end. It's not the narrator. It's either my end or Audible. Because um, when you upload it, I, I double-check that the file name and the title are the same. So maybe I'll double-check because... So here's the thing. When you do a physical book, you get a copy. So you can edit it. You can audit You're like, okay, here's a copy. This works. When you do a Kindle book, they have a Kindle um, simulator so you can see it. Audible, you don't get to see it. You just upload the files, and it tells you whether or not you met the recording requirements of Audible. So then how it looks on the interface 
we don't see that. It's just, okay, yeah, here, here are the chapters. But thank you for letting me know. I guess my next book I'll go and, and take a look at it. Uh, Vernon T. Waldrip, two bucks again. NGL, getting dread vibes about you going NG. What's NGL? God darn it, you kids. NGL. Not going to lie. You go getting dread vibes about you going to Asia. Why is it like danger? I don't think it's dangerous where I'm going. Um, or you just got a bad, I got a bad feeling. Well, if I die, I die. And then, oh, Cappy died. Here's his books. Too bad. As long as I get that trust and will set up, then then that can happen. Hand clogs, two bucks. Sloth is your friend, Cappy. Just take it easy, man. I did. Hey, hey, hey. No, I'm disagreeing with you, hat. Let me explain it to you. Now, I haven't been busting my ass off 80 hours a week this past year. I've only been doing about 50 to 60. That's because the house and all this other shit got done. Dude, I was doing 100-hour weeks. But but because of the flexibility, my work is 100% flexible. I can do whatever I want, whenever I want. I still still got hiking all this. This past year, dude, I've been able to get to the gym. I've been able to do a ton of hiking, even with all this other stuff that I had to do, even like preparing and taxes and scheduling and getting the documents ready to go overseas and all that. Now, after all this work, long work, I can do it. My goal is to get down to four hours a week, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to be able to do it. Okay, five, all right, whatever. Some days are going to be a little busier than others, but yeah, I, I'm going to take it easy, but I'm going to take it easy for the rest of my life. And you thought there was a lot of pictures of me giving people the finger on hikes before. You just wait. You go sign up for my Instagram account and look at it. It's like there's nothing sexy. Here, you know what? Oh, wait, 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 wait. <clears throat> Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Where's Dung. Dung. Can you guys do something stupid to me? Can you like Photoshop? If you go find some old picture of me, I don't know. Put me in a suit. Put me. I don't know. Do something ridiculous, okay? I want to see what happens. I want to see what dignify Cappy. <laughs> oh Christ! Make me like on the farm with a whole brood of children or something. Oh, but I will. Hat. I am. I am going to take it easy. Hat clogs again. Two bucks. Why do you work so hard? Just take it easy, man. It's because I. So I don't have to work hard. Why do you pay off your mortgage early? So I don't have to pay as much interest. I am gaining time. Assuming I live an average life expectancy, I got a quarter century of mailing it in. Isn't that nice? A quarter century of summer vacation. Nonstop trade, two bucks. The channel men guide show you had. The channel men guide show you shows you how bad things are. Men Guide? Is that is that the name of the channel? Take a look. Public Nuisance, two bucks. You have one-third the audience that Rudy Giuliani has. Well, Rudy, Rudy Giuliani, um, he, he didn't mean to go and he's a politician, not a not an internet uh, content creator guy. Like I I kind of I still if, if like for example, um the person who wrote this she's got thirty thousand twitter followers that's actually impressive but usually it's one tenth that when you look at these journalists uh if you're a journalist and your your job is social media you should have way more followers than me uh but if you're a politician or old media that doesn't necessarily like what does john stewart got does he even have a significant twitter following and he's bigger than me i guess in the grand scheme of things but 
in these metrics, the, the new age media, I don't think so much. I guarantee if you ask people on the street, who's Aaron Clary versus Rudy Giuliani, they're going to know who Rudy Giuliani is. Nonstop trade, two bucks. I meant men guide. Read the comments on his videos. Okay, I'll take a look at that. Dre again, two bucks. I'm not called a toxic male overseas. I love it. I got it. That's got to be crazy, man. You just go there. You exist in peace. You don't commit no crime. You just do your thing. You, you say hello to people at the local shop, and they probably they probably like you. I'd, I'd love to go to a place where the women didn't hate their men. Perfectly honest. I'll say it right there. I'd love to go to a place where I could just, the media isn't, oh my God, men fart on the subway, fart privilege, you know, some whatever psychopathic bullshit. Dr. Paradox, two bucks. Don't stroke out before your wheels up and gone. I'm not going to, why do I look like I'm going to die or some? Why is everyone worried about my health all of a sudden? Public nuisance, two bucks. Shut up, nonstop, Drake. Quit picking on Kathy. My feelings are hurt and I'm offended. Get moist. Six dollars and, uh, I'm sorry, six ninety Brit, uh, European uh, euros. Euros. Thanks for the great rants on feminism years ago. It's been a great journey so far. I, They are acting so ridiculous and absurd. And it's dangerous now. I mean, it's starting to affect the economy more than people, I guess, realize. That's the point of my last book. They they have no idea. You are you are just taking you are taking fuel out of the engine, and you are you are hitting your engine with baseball bats. It's not going to end well. Uh, Vernon T. Waldrip, two bucks. Dre D. Game by Ryan Ryan Stone. Don't go. Uh, dung is fun two bucks the art of trolling is to get a reaction we got oh yeah you you sure did you sure did i i'm gonna imagine the guys at 4chan and gals maybe too it's not like you're like hoping these people die or anything like that it's it's to prank them right it's to prank them uh dr paradox five bucks nonstop. Dre agreed i'm just a man overseas and this is why cappy isn't going to have any issues traveling in these realms yeah i don't i don't think i'm going to run into trouble i'm not i'm not chasing after the women i'm not gonna go um I, i'm not doing any shade i'm not doing any drugs i'm not even gonna go part i mean i really just want to be left the hell alone and go walk in town and check out the culture and the people maybe maybe a few but that's it um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I'm really just looking for property and the property I want, I want to be left alone. I don't want it. Oh, it's near the nightclubs. Like, no, I, uh, Vernon T. Waldrop, two bucks saw videos of Thailand looks like fun for anyone. Yeah. I, I, I have contacts over there and people are going to kind of help me, but this is, this is boots on the ground, figure out where I can go. It, what I'm hoping happens is I walk into a country or a place and immediately I'm, it's again, the equalizer three, go watch the equalizer. Matter of fact, everyone should go watch the equalizer three. If you're looking to move, which you are going to, and whether that's within the United States or globally, he he's, it's got a, he's got a great saying. He's like, I think I finally found out where I belong. And uh, the movie's okay. It's not the best. It's a good movie, but. It's like, yeah, I want to go where, you know, people have the self-respect to not be fat buffalo pigs with purple hair. I want to go where there's no fucking tattoos. 
I want to go where I sit down, they serve me the food. Um, I give the thing and there's no, do you want to round up man? You want to, I, I, I don't know what I'm, but I'm, I want to go where it's not so fucking annoying. And I want to go where their women actually like their men and vice versa. Where I'm like, oh my God, you actually care about your fellow countrymen. You're not looking to like sell them down the river. Like, uh, some guys, uh, uh what did they call them? Slave traders. I'm not talking the ones, the white ones. I'm talking the black ones who would like go enslave another warring tribe and sell them to the slave trade. It's essentially why I like, okay, I, I prefer you not do that to your men here. Oh, you don't? You actually like your men? You're proud to be Thai or Filipino? Like, oh my God, I hate America because I'm, I'm, I'm Becky the liberal white woman. I want to be popular. Like, just God almighty, a little bit of patriotism. Dr. Paradox, five bucks. You're not going to realize how stressed you are until you're two weeks out of Western culture. Thus why I hope you don't stroke out. No, um, you know who, who also says that is Modern Life John over at Modern Life Dating. Like he, he gets stressed coming into the United States. And another buddy of mine, he goes to South Korea. And he was saying you could, you could visually see and physically feel where you're on the plane. Okay, long flight. And then you got to, a, I think, San Francisco. and Everyone's mood is dour. The the attitude, the mentality, and everyone looks like shit. Um, yeah, I just want to go to a culture where they like themselves. And not everything is my fault because I'm white or male or straight, and I'm not even Christian. <clears throat> I just there was I'll give you an example. There's this nice um thick Chinese lady who spoke English that she must have been brought up here a little bit. Uh, her and her husband ran this great uh, ramen place, and I'd always go there to get the Dan Dan noodles. Very spicy. And she wasn't that much older than me, but when I came in, because I like my food very spicy, she remembered me, and she always smiled when I came in. And she's like, oh, hi, you want your Dan Dan noodle? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I want my Dan Dan noodle. Extra spicy hot, like extra spicy hot. And just the motherliness. I don't think she was more than five years older than me, but it was still this caring, nice woman who was just happy to see me. And I was patronizing the restaurant and I'd order the Dan Dan noodles. I just want that. Like kind of, you know, like grandma, except grandma wasn't some baby boomer whore still living it up on her third marriage. And like, oh, I'm going to go out with your new stepdad. You know, like that bullshit, like an actual fucking grandma. <clears throat> That's what I want. Nonstop Dre, two bucks. And the women are nice to me wherever I go. Good, good. Don't fuck it up, Dre. Just just don't get don't get nobody's girl. Just be nice. Just keep it there, man. Where's Dre? Oh, he dated the wrong girl and now he's dead. Well, I hope I was in his uh, will. Well, did they have a little bit of money left over? We are chat in the will. Dre's will. What do we got? Uh, Razor Power, five bucks. I'm just super chatting because I'm rich. Oh, thank you. Also, Denzel makes the Equalizer movies superb. Well, who he was the only one to star in them, right? I know they tried to make Queen Latifah a TV show, The Equalizer, but that didn't happen. <clears throat> but uh, thank you very much for the super chats. And I don't, I don't know if I called the first one was, I'd say, superb. The second one was good. Third one kind of in between. Um, yeah, I, I, 
I think there could have been more him kicking ass, but I don't think maybe that was the intention of the third equalizer. I think they wanted to establish that he really liked the the Italian town he was in, the people. Reen Schwartzer, five bucks. Cappy probably likely has more people that care about him than most women and families today, honestly. Yeah, probably, but that's only because of the internet. Like, you know, I, I am thankful you guys tune in. I am thankful for the money. <clears throat> I do get emails from people like, thanks, I, I was going to major in butt plug studies, but then I chose to become an accountant instead. And I have a minor in butt plug studies. And oh, thank you for not. But um, yeah, I mean, I, really though, let's, okay, yeah, I'm a guy, a male in, in middle age. I can't imagine being with truly arrogant people, male or female. But yeah, your average, I talk about this with karma. Some people treat you like shit. You're like, God, I hate that guy. That guy get revenge. Like, hold it. <clears throat> Do you really have to get revenge? That guy is such an asshole. Nobody likes him. And so these gals, okay, fine. A lot of people want to fuck him, but nobody wants to stick with him. At least in my day, the psychopathic girls would act at least two or three dates before they let it all out. And I was just like, yeah. I can't believe I posted nudes on the internet and they're clothing me. Could you imagine the guy that's a, you're actually upset about that. You're upset that they're putting clothes on you. Yeah, I'm I'm done. I'm done. Don't worry. There's a reason antidepressant. It's going to go up. It's going to go up for all women. It's going to go up for all women. It's not, that's not a really bold prediction, but it's going to go up for all women. Antidepressant use. Sam Whiskey, most American name in America, five bucks. Most men are stuck between sexless marriage and loveless sex. Yeah, that's a way of putting it. It is a way of putting it. Oh, well, guess we'll all go hiking then. So, all right, that's it. Um, I'm going to go get some food. Finance kindly by your donations. Cap going to go get himself some din din. Uh, link below. What the hell is link below? Oh, I just got a general link to my courses and my books. Uh, I will probably open the minimalism course for those of you interested uh, before I take off. And I'm going to try and get that laziness course all edited. But in, in the meantime, if you wanted to take up the quote, the laziness course, it's only one chapter in the dad you never had course. So, you know, take it for that one chapter, but there's no doubt other chapters in there that would help you. Oh, one more Thomas Rao, two bucks, just $2. Cause I'm broke. <laughs> Tom, if you're broke, don't two bucks is two bucks, man. Don't toss it to me. Go get half a tank of gas or half a gallon of gas. I'm not kidding. I know what two bucks could do. Um, yeah, just just save your money. I'll I'll be all right. All right, we'll see you guys later. Toodles.